It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. How you doing, Josie? I am just wonderful, Jeff. Thank you for asking. Well, thank you for responding because it would be a crappy podcast if I just kind of, people might think I was alone. I might have to record try that sometime. I'll just, I'll just go to guests and they won't be there. Um, <laughs> and and with us also with a fresh glass of wine. So this is going to be a good episode. Bethany Corey, how you doing, Bethany? I'm doing amazing. I'm awesome. actually exhausted. I lied about that. But... Are you Are you glad to be here? I am glad to be here. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm so I'll, glad to see Josie. I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, me too. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna get into a topic talking about some more more milestones and some parenting stuff and and maybe even uh, baby books since uh, Josie's got one sitting in front of her. But but first, I I don't go on the social media, but every once in a while, social media stuff crosses my path, and sometimes people even send it to me to uh, apparently annoy me. Um, uh, or, or induce rants. And so I got one earlier today, uh, something that was posted to Twitter from TikTok. And um, the bat, okay, look, we, we all know that we don't know if anything on the internet is real. I mean, I, I might be some sort of um, artificial intelligence bot. I might not even be a real person. We don't know. So this could be fake. Um, as far as I looked into it a little bit, it seems real. It is a teacher. Uh, she posted it on TikTok responding. Some, there's some thing, thing going on in our community. Our parents are, are kind of wanting uh, to, to kind of have some influence about what's going on in their schools or whatever. And this young young teachers responding to it. I thought we'd listen to it. It's about 33 second long, seconds long. The uh, last nine seconds or so is what I really want to get your, your mom opinions on. So you got to put your mom goggles on before we, before we play this. Um, any, okay. We, we've got to still hear any thoughts on her as a teacher before we, uh, before we push play. I mean, I was also once a very young new classroom teacher, so I'm not going to comment on her youth. But she, was, but you know, she is very young. I mean, I saw this, not that she was 12, that, but that's just, that's just more of commentary on about how old I am. Um, so she looks like she's sitting in a, in a what, a fifth, sixth grade classroom, something in that neighborhood, you know, maybe upper elementary. Yeah. 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 Something like that. I mean, it's not it's not high school or anything. Um, so it it fits in. We'll 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 play some in the early learning category. And and so here here this is, is and uh, again the last nine or ten seconds is the the big part. I want your thoughts on. Come on. 
There we go. So I see how you think that you've done something here because parents or community members have voiced concern to their elected official, which is how that process works. Um, not, not bringing it to a teacher, right? They're taking it to the elected official. Um, and now that uh, legislators are, are trying to implement these things. Um, but still, in fact, a parent, not my boss. I don't, I don't actually answer to them. So get bent. And, and there we go. Um, so if, if, uh, if this teacher was uh, the teacher of Juliet or Francis, um, and you you happened to this is we'll call her Miss uh, I don't know Miss uh, Kelly, um, and she's your your kid's third grade teacher, and you you happen across this video of her telling you to get bent as a parent. Um, how 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 do you respond as a mommy? I'm sorry, I'm trying to take my teacher hat off and put my mom hat on <laughs> because I once handed a parent a quarter when they told me they pay my salary. So <laughs> told them that's how much of their property tax actually went to my, my paycheck. So um, perhaps <laughs> I, I, I've been there. I understand her frustration. And she's, and she's not wrong. Parents are not her boss. But parents are their children's boss. And I think we can remember as we are advocating for our children that um, let's say your six-year-old is bringing home an hour worth of homework every night. You maybe can't tell that teacher not to assign it, but you can decide that your child isn't going to do it. Who, who is her boss? Who is her boss? The principal. Uh -huh. But who is the principal's boss? The, uh, the school board. The school board. Who's the, the school board's boss? See, and that's where I'm going to tell you the school board doesn't actually have a boss because once they're elected, they're real hard to get out. Well, 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 well that's not necessarily true. Uh, it's happening kind of all over the country right now um, when, with, with the uh, school board elections that are be coming up in this fall. Um, I, I bet there's uh, actually just yesterday in uh, in uh, San Francisco, three school board members were, were recalled for the first time in like the city's history. So so, I mean, it does happen because the the voters are the teachers bosses. Uh, the taxpayers are the teachers bosses. And um, she she so she she is responsible to them because they are well, the box of the they are the box of the school board and the superintendent yeah but that's not taking when you're saying it that way you're continuing her stance of me against them right like she didn't address the parents in her classroom and listen to their you know like take a moment to listen to their concerns, whatever. Like Man. she went on, she went on the TikTok. Like I was going to try to use a sports term, but I don't know sports she terms. Went on, uh, on the uh, sports the sp fence. On the sports fence. And, you know, so like, like, I mean, if, if we're going technically parents, are the ones who are paying the teacher's salary like you're not going to get anywhere with this mentality 
like as a mom i'm not going to respond to that well if that was yeah i mean my whole thing is i question her judgment as a teacher i'm for for clicking post and putting this out there on the inner on the interwebs in the first place i mean it, it gives us something to talk about on the podcast so i always like that stuff happening and that's where i say she's young i i don't just i don't disagree with you but i think if you pull up tiktok I've been I've I've been kind of surprised by some of the things teachers are posting, but people in every profession are just posting this shit online all the time. So that doesn't shock I I it's not good judgment, but it also doesn't shock me. Oh no. Because this is a generational thing. Would would I, I mean if if I I mean she is the reason that my kids were homeschooled, um, but and she probably she wasn't even born yet probably, uh, but if, no, if she was definitely I, not no totally totally not. <laughs> um, so if she was if she was my kids' teacher, I would be in that classroom twice a day asking her questions at pickup and drop off time, uh, which sounds like the name of a Russian chauffeur by the way. Um, I, I would I would have all kinds of questions for her if I if I saw this video until until it drove her slowly or quickly insane and she quit her job. I would I would I would ask her questions about everything because I think she's kind of a, a pretentious little bitch um, is what I kind of personally think. But um, I guess nobody asked. Well, they're asking now, Jeff. They're asking <laughs> your opinion now. Well, but it's like. Yeah, I mean, like, this is doing nothing but, like, fanning the flames of, like, keeping keeping a divide and, like, you have to do what I tell you to do. Like, it doesn't matter. I'm not responsible. I mean, there's a, there's a point, like, as a parent, I'm not responsible for what happens in that classroom. Like, I've given you, I've given you my child. I've given you, like, entrusted their care to you uh and, and then so, entrusted like, entrusted is the big word mm -hmm. um so I, I would have a really hard time just based on her judgment of posting this thing not necessarily her oh opinion, yeah but uh trusting her and and the whole get bet i don't even know what what skip bet mean i don't even know what that means i don't know either i don't either i'm too old it must be something yeah. I, I, I mean i have to look that up but um i mean I, would, would you trust her to have the best interest of your child in in mind? I mean, it. I, I don't. I once again think she's blowing off steam, and it's a terrible professional decision. But exactly, which is why she shouldn't I, be allowed in a room with children. She's young, Jeff. She's young. <laughs> what what age? What age do we stop using that as an excuse for for saying dumb shit? I don't know. I well, I mean, obviously, I just, like old people use it as an excuse. So <laughs> I just I know what it's like to be a classroom teacher. It sucks. No, I would I, I would never do it again. But when you have every organization in the world coming in telling you how you're going to run your classroom and then <laughs> You know your school your school administration changes what you're going to do every other day and then you've got 20 parents who are mad about you know half of them are mad because you've assigned too much homework half of them are mad because you didn't sign enough enough it's 
I, I, I don't know. I've just always been really nice to Juliet's teachers because I know how much the job sucks. <laughs> and you're not wrong. She is pretentious. She, I mean, you're not, you're not wrong, but it's, it's a hard well, life. I don't, I don't think Juliet's teachers were posting this on TikTok. No, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, if only there, if only there would have been a TikTok when Josie was a disgruntled teacher, that would have been great. I would never have posted because I'm not an idiot. <laughs> even when you were young? <laughs> yeah, even when I was young. Okay, so uh, uh, ipso facto, she's an idiot, right? Okay, there, uh, done. Uh, I, I don't disagree <laughs> with you. I don't disagree with you. I'm trying to be compassionate. Sure, sure, uh, because <laughs> compassion makes great podcasts. Um, <laughs> is there's nothing I hated more than every single person coming in and telling me how to do my job. Sure. In the same way that as a mother, there's nothing I hate more than every single person giving me unsolicited parenting advice. Which is why this podcast is uh, voluntary. Why we're not we're not making we're not shoving earbuds into people's ear holes and making them listen. This is completely voluntary. Uh, speaking about parenting stuff, uh, what's going on with uh, with little? I'm going to stop sharing her. Uh, what's going on with uh, with young Francis nowadays? Any any new milestones? You got any any new mad skills or anything happening? Yeah, he's like left baby world. It's been pretty amazing. Less baby, less baby world. Yeah, like what, what? He, he's a big boy. <laughs> Not just in size, but in action too now. <laughs> so what's what's he what's he doing? Uh, so he just like learned how to crawl the other day. Like I was, you know how like you know when you do that like mom thing, Jeff. <laughs> you know that mom thing you do, where um. Like nothing's happening, but you're like, oh, he's, he's getting ready to crawl. Oh, sure. Oh, I think that tooth is coming. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. That it's that tooth, that tooth's been coming for like three months now. And like, it's never coming through, but so like, he's been like going to crawl forever. And I just, I, one day I was like, like, he's not going to, he's going to walk first. Like he will never learn how to crawl. And he just started crawling one day. Like he just like took off across the floor, just like fast little baby <laughs> crawl. That I was is so proud of him. I cried. I, 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 I didn't exact. I mean, I, I saw so many kids crawl for the first time over the years that I, I got the, I, I didn't, I didn't cry because I'm not a mom. No, um, I, I, it didn't have that effect on me, but you do kind of, you kind of swell up with pride for them that kind yeah. of thing i and mean it's like i mean something that they're like biologically inclined to do yeah but you're just like this is the first time a baby's ever crawled uh-huh you know but it is delightful because it's the first time that baby ever did it and, that's and that's so that's what makes it amazing did uh did josie uh did juliet crawl she did crawl and it was so funny um the very first time she did it she actually did it accidentally um, Aww. She was, she was pissed about something. I can't remember what she was, but she was mad at us. And, um, she actually, it wasn't really a crawl crawl. She scooted backwards out of the, um, out of the bedroom and she was in the hallway and all of a sudden she looked around, she stopped crying, looked around and was just like, where am I? What happened? <laughs> and then that's, and then that's all it took. She then got up on her knees and 
The cats never had another moment of peace. Aww. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, it's so slow coming, it seems like. I mean, I mean, developmentally, it's stuff they're working, they start working on in utero because, I mean, those little arms are flopping around and they're they're kicking you, I guess. Um, never experienced it myself, but I think that's something that happens, right? They, they're they like punching your kidneys and kicking you. That happens, right? I don't, yeah. yeah Josie's sure the only they. one here that knows. <laughs> Jo- Josie, does uh, that happen? I'm sorry, I was looking in the baby book to find out like the exact <laughs> moment she crawled. I was curious because I don't remember um, how old she was. But uh, yeah, they they poke, they move. So the, the, and and I mean, all that is developing that that core strength that that eventually leads to crawling. And I think I think sometimes uh, maybe most of the time we gloss over all those micro milestones that lead up to the big ones like crawling and there's so much going on there there's i mean the first time he rolls over is a step in that direction and when he starts lifting his head when he's even tinier um it's a step in that direction and then the first time they did he did he spend a lot of time up on his knees rocking or did he skip that he didn't do a lot of that because he's so chunky that he it was he couldn't get up on his knees his belly he, was always he rubbing. couldn't he it it took a lot of effort for him to hold up and even now like he doesn't really move his legs because i think his thighs are so fat that it's hard for him to bend his knees because mm-hmm. there's not like a lot of room you know to get to get that full bend it, he's a very chunky baby folks like very michelin man level chunk i think you should either one get him a girdle um, or some sort of corset situation to pull his belly up so that he, he has more mobility. He, he has got some place to put his knees because if his little belly is dragging, you, you just got no place to put your knees when you're trying yeah. to crawl. He, or, he's, he's doing better though. Or you get one of those Swiffer cleaning pads Yes. and, and strap that to his belly and he can just kind of uh, dust the floors while he's, 100%. he's crawling around. Yes. I think that might be the, be the way to go. What else is he up to? Um, so another big thing you had mentioned, like the small little moments that don't usually get the big hurrah, like crawling and walking do. Um, so he has been pulling up a lot to stand and because my house is a daycare, there's lots of like really stable, low surfaces for him to practice that. But, um, he couldn't ever get down. Like he'd, he'd get up and he's kind of a fraidy cat. And so like his, he could bend down. So he was almost touching the ground, Mm -hmm. but he would panic because he didn't know it was there. Um, But he just learned how to like, sort of like let go with one hand and like lower himself to the ground to get down from standing, which has been really ruining my life because I used to be able to stand him in one spot and and now I can't. When, but when, when, okay. it's amazing when he gets into that when he first got into that position and didn't know how didn't know how down worked yet um were, was there any emotional crisis did he did he did he freak out or was he just kind of oh confused? yeah no he would just scream a lot i still I was, help me yeah yeah like while i'm doing dishes and i'm like please leave me alone for five minutes just stand there and be happy and he would not be but, i i that that much i mean if you try to put yourself in the, in that position, that mental position, getting yourself into that, ooh, I did this new thing, I stood up, but fuck, what do I do now? 
um, it, it, it probably probably is a, a really, really overwhelming if you're yeah. there for the first time. Yeah, because you're like, uh, I mean, and he's huge. Like, he's literally like the size of a two-year-old in a 10-month-old body. And so, like... He, he doesn't know like, how gravity works yet either. So it's... Yeah, he's up really high and, like... Yeah, the whole world looks different from from that position. Yeah. That's cool. What what did you did you find the crawling day for uh for Juliet? Because I know listeners are wondering. Uh well, I mean, it was between eight and nine months because at eight Aww. months I wrote, You're mobile. You haven't mastered crawling on your knees yet, but you can scoot all over the house. And then at nine months I wrote, You're crawling all over the place now. So Aww. there's some, there's some riveting pod for you. Which you were, was she was she uh, she was a butt scooter, she decided her her bottom and she was a tummy scooter a tummy scooter yeah but what i did think i i found a very interesting uh milestone in here and it was when my child tried to murder me (gasps) oh do Uh, tell bethany you got something to look forward to yes in in the book it says um i'd have to say the cutest thing you've done so far is and you're supposed to fill in the blanks and i wrote play peekaboo you were laying between me and dad and kept pulling the sheet over our heads until we said peekaboo. And I realized she was actually trying to smother us. Yes. So. <laughs> how, what, what, how, how did you realize that? Was there, was it a look in her eyes? Or? I mean, I just, I, I, I just assume <laughs> now that she was really just trying to kill us. Yeah. 100%. It's not the Juliet I know. No. No. Um, so you got that that to look forward to, Bethany. Does he does he peekaboo yet? Oh yeah. He loves peekaboo. Is he uh is he good at it? He is pretty good at it. Um like he he likes it when I put cover my eyes. Uh-huh. But he doesn't like me trying to cover him. Like if I pull up like a blanket over his head, he doesn't like that. But um, he'll do his own blanket. He's 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 a he's, because he, he doesn't he doesn't need his mama. He's a self hider. Yeah, yeah. And, he doesn't but, want me to smother him. Before, we, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He probably heard from Juliet that <laughs> that's something that could happen. Uh, before we got started, I, I saw I saw a clap or two when he was sitting there eating flat pretzels. Um, that was that was pretty cool. Is that is that uh, a thing that's been going yeah. on for a while or is that new yeah um i mean it's all been like in the last month like he's been doing all these cute things so he of course it was in the middle of a meal so every time i gave him a bite of food he would clap his hands and he does like mm-hmm. the whole straight arm clap do you um, do you sign with him kind of but not really because i'm too lazy I, I never did. I just wondered if maybe he was trying to sign something at meal Yeah, time. I don't think I don't think I do it enough. You know, like ev- everything for Francis seems to me mean feed me. It does. This boy eats a lot. And so, with all of this new stuff happening, have you have you been doing the uh, the baby book thing that uh, that that uh, Josie did so consciously conscientiously as a as no. a mommy? No, not at all. Um, you know, before Francis was born, I was like, you know, researching and trying to find the perfect baby book and all that bullshit. And then um, 
when he was born, I found like a online one where like they'll text you questions and you can respond to them. Mm-hmm. But then after like a month, I never did that. So there's no baby book. But it's okay. I feel like it's also different. Like, okay, so Josie with Juliet, did you do a lot of um like videos and pictures on your phone? Or was it not that big when she was I mean, I I did. I not I'm not a huge picture taker in general, but you know, we did you can get back on my Facebook and see that I have monthly albums, so Yeah. Because I, I feel like, I mean, like, I literally, I take a picture of this child every day yeah. or like a, a video of him doing something every day. So I'm like, you know, I've got already 17,000 photos of him. I'm just a super insane anal person. And I'm like, I got to keep a baby booked because it's what you have to do. And when, when did, I, I did it, it because I'm that type A. Does it, did what, did, is there an age it stops at or are you still... This one goes, um, it went up, it was the first year. Oh, and look, there's a page, there's a blank page where she can write her own. Aw. No, she should do that now. Um, but then, hold on, folks, more riveting pod here while I get out this book. Josie is rolling across the uh, office on See, her chair. See, I need a librarian. The birthday book. Where oh. now? Between her second birthday, because the first is in that one, her second birthday and uh, her 18th birthday, you put you write things about the parties and a little bit about what they're doing that year, and you include mementos and things like that. That's cute. So this is just Josie. Don't feel bad if you haven't done a birthday book, because I'm a weirdo. Oh, I know I'm way too lazy for that kind of nonsense. So at, at one point years ago, I was... I was put in possession of of my baby book from you know the 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 early years of young Jeff. Ooh, that sounds terrifying. Tell me more. I threw it away. <gasps> you didn't even look through it. I don't recall looking through it. Um, I, I think it was in a box, and I sort of threw the box, and it was like you are eh, not a sentimental man. It, not about. I mean. I don't remember any of that shit and who, who gives a fuck. So I I didn't see any reason to waste the space. Um, And uh, related, I I think all those pictures and videos are are really important, but I got to ask, what is your, what's your digital hygiene? Like Uh, what, what kind of backup situation do you have going on for that stuff? No clue. I don't know what that means. I mean, (laughs) <laughs> where, where do where do all those pictures and videos live? I have no idea. Okay, so what what was that? In the internet. Well, I, I I don't know where your stuff lives. I don't know. Um, so here's what happened to us: we our our kids were young uh, in the early days of digital, right? So we at the the first couple years, um, we it was film cameras. And then we went to digital and digital storage devices changed over time. And there are, there are big hunks of time where those pictures don't exist anymore because they didn't get saved and they didn't get transferred when the technology changed mm, and then they're yeah. gone. And, and so if anything 
like parenting advice comes out of this episode is back that shit up on something that's not connected to the internet um, that you keep someplace safe so you have it because we we lost a lot of stuff because I wasn't being responsible for for things the way I should have back then um, and 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 I, I I don't give a fuck about not having my baby book but I I sure miss some of those <laughs> those pictures that we that we don't have of the kids when they were little and then now I mean I've got I've got pictures of uh, of grandbaby Rowan and uh, grandson Riker from when they were little and that shit is backed up in three or four places it's backed up on my hard drive here and it's backed up on a on a disconnected and not plugged into anything portable hard drive and it's backed up on on my server in in another state so that if if it goes out one place it still exists someplace else and um it takes a little bit of thought and planning but if, if all that stuff lives on facebook for example and and facebook gets unplugged and I mean, it could it could happen, um, just just with hackers and that kind of shit going on. That this stuff could disappear. Um, having having that stuff safe someplace is is probably a good idea. Yeah, says um, the old guy. That's so cute. You're you're so tech savvy, Jeff. Um, it was cute this year. We got uh, my parents a digital photo frame mm-hmm. for Christmas. And, um, I had no idea this existed because I didn't even think digital photo frames were still around anymore, but but like it all happens wirelessly and like whatever. And so there's an app on my phone and I can just put up pictures um, to my parents frame. And so they were so cute. They, they said that they have stopped watching TV a lot in the evening and they just watched (laughs) the photo frame. That's awesome. Those things are, are pretty cool. But again, I'm so old. We got in on the, the the like the first wave of them, and you either you either had to plug the frame in or, yes. or or have batteries that lasted for about 15 minutes, and everything. You had to have the little the little memory cards that you stuck in, and you had to download. I mean, it was a it was a pain it's in the ass. Now. And and so that's that's great that you can you can do it that way. Um, hey, we've turned into a tech podcast now. That's Ooh. pretty cool. Uh, what else do we need to talk about <laughs> has he has he started talking at all yet bethany uh he says dada like nobody's business that's about it no mama huh if it's not about dada he doesn't care so one day he had been like for a brief maybe like two weeks he was saying other sounds other than the dada sound mm-hmm. um and one of the sounds was a bee sound. And so in my daycare, the kids called me Bessie. And so Brian was like, oh, you don't have to say mama, you can say Bessie. And he looks up at Brian and goes, Bessie. And I start like almost crying. I was like, oh, you said Bessie. You call me Bessie instead of mama. And he glares at me and goes, dada. (laughs) So... No, he's not talking. Did you did you burst into tears? I I held it together. I want every word out of his mouth to be celebrated, but inside I did die a little. You want them all to be about you because I do. You're the mama. So any any jealousy going on? Are you like uh, withholding his flat pretzels when he says "dada" too much or anything like that? I you know I honestly was thinking about it. I was like, how can I get him to say "mama"? 
And I think it's going to have to be food motivated. We had situations back in the family childcare days where where Tasha was sometimes the first. I mean, the the mama and dad that stuff happens, but the, like the first real clear word. Oh yeah, we had a couple. We had a couple that that it was it was Tasha the first one we heard, and we're like, we can't tell mom and dad about that, uh-uh. and, and hope they don't. And hope they don't hear it at home. I I actually I had a nightmare the other night because um, one of my kids in my program um she's not walking yet Mm -hmm. and I had a dream that she just like stood up because she can stand up like without holding on to anything and she just took off running and I went to text her mom and I was panicking because I was like I can't tell her I don't know if she's been walking at home but that's like the real yeah, yeah, we we. we I mean, part. we used to have that as part of our our enrollment. Whether it, the, I mean, the question was when your when we see your child do a thing for the first time, do you want to know about it or do you want us to wait for them to do it for you for the first time? Um, and and a lot of parents were like, "Huh, I don't, I don't know." Um, and they had to spend a lot of time. I mean, some knew right away. Yeah. Call, call me at work or, and others were, don't tell me at all. And others were like, oh, I got to reflect on that because I hadn't really thought about that as being a thing, but it, it really, it really unmuddied the waters for, for us as, as a, as a program to, to know, know how to respond to those things. Yeah. I just lie about it <laughs> and the parents know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't tell them until after, but I'm like, yeah, I, they were definitely walking here before, (laughs) you know, like, (laughs) like when they're going off to kindergarten, I'm like, yeah, the truth is. (laughs) Yeah. They they were walking and potty trained here six, six or seven months before either one of those things happened at home. (laughs) Talking in full sentences for a year before they did it at home. Has he, now that he's, he's stood up, but has he done any cruising yet? Oh yeah. Yeah. He's like holding everywhere. on to the couch or the coffee table or whatever. Yeah. And like, like I said, because, you know, we have the daycare set up, like he can, he can go pretty far cruising in a room because it's kind of one object to the next and he's pretty stable that way. So that's also terrifying. I don't know why I'm so scared about him being able to walk, but like, You're, Whoa, let's look at it that. It gives You're me scared. like anxiety. You're re- really? Yeah. It's crazy. I think, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Brian's like, we've had so many kids. And I'm like, we have to baby proof. The house isn't ready. But like, <laughs> it's a daycare. It's ready know? for like, other people's children. It's, a, it's, it's ready for other for babies, mine. right? It's, that's, a, that's been a weird. Well, what you need to do is you need to start tripping him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, because uh, give him more practices to to catch his balance. No, (laughs) (laughs) he'll be be doing all kinds of ninja shit because you're (laughs) you just need to start walking around. You need to start walking around obstacles in his way. You need to know just walk around with a pool cue. And uh, every time he stands up, just give him a give him a little push in the belly button and he'll just gently fall down on his butt. And then <laughs> and then after that happens, you know, three, four hundred times, he'll just give up on walking and then you won't have that anxiety anymore. That's an idea. You mean a great idea? It 
it is an idea yeah you you're um, forgetting the, the great <laughs> idea <laughs> well it is funny you say that because um the other day like two small cloth baskets were on the floor in front of him and they were blocking his way forward because they were just sitting on the on the floor in front of him and I was like this is amazing <laughs> like how does he not know he can move those small black baskets Josie were you anxious of, about Juliet learning to walk no I wasn't anxious as about a whole lot really? um not real not you know believe it or not not really wow um she was standing i don't know like by 10 months and you know she i could tell she was thinking about it and she started walking right before she was a year old and then walking well at about 13 months so i don't know i just didn't worry too much about it and plus i knew once she started walking things were just going to get a lot harder <laughs> yeah maybe that's what you're worried yeah. about bethany <laughs> yeah He'll be pushing, uh, pushing chairs over the counter to get to the flat pretzels. He'll be, he'll be finding the keys to the car and and going yeah, out for over. going out to Sonics at three in the morning. It'll I mean, be, as long as he horrible. brings me something. So it it could. It, I mean, listeners, I know you're really excited about this, but next <laughs> time we record, he could be a walker. I hope not. He <laughs> might be. <laughs> He'll be 11 months old. He might be. He might be. He still doesn't really pick his feet up well. The shuffler? Yeah. Like, they, his feet stay pretty flat on the ground when he... Oh, I gotta ask this. Was he, was he, what, what's the shoe situation? Does he ever wear shoes? Is he a barefoot baby? What's the... What's He's the... barefoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he could actually wear shoes because his feet are so big. Yeah, you'd have but, to probably shop in the uh, young adults section. Yes. <laughs> uh, but he's barefoot. Yeah, that's, I think that's, that. I mean, back in the olden days, I think, I think like my generation, I think we were strapped into shoes. I mean, all those, all those, I mean, people used to have their, their bronze, the bronzed baby shoes. That was a thing. They, and they were all, they were these ugly like white flat bottom they, I mean but that's because of like like all the nails from the horses and carriages right well yeah yeah and the and and I mean the the uh the the dinosaur bones laying around yeah. on, the, on, on the paths to the caves and all that kind of stuff so I mean it was a it was a protective things because we didn't we didn't have those calluses built up yet but uh but I think it's uh, I think it's a lot better probably being being barefoot having that that contact because you get a you get a better sense of of where where you are and how your body oh, yeah. is when you can you have those feelings well this has been a it's been an exciting episode uh got one more thought about that uh that that horrible horrible teacher we looked at at the beginning of this episode um <laughs> it, it's teachers like that that make the the thoughtful teachers who care about what parents have to say and don't want them all to go get bent although they, they may think it 
um, that that don't put it out on, out on the uh, out on the interwebs. It's it's people like that that uh, young woman who who make the job harder for all those other teachers. And um, you know, somebody's going to email me after listening to this and Jeff, quit ragging on teachers. I'm not ragging on teachers. I'm calling out one dumbass of a teacher for being a dumbass of a teacher, um, and and trying to point out that we, that we need to educate these people better. Because because look, I mean, we could do a whole another whole hour. On, on how the fuck did she get through a, a teaching program and get a teaching certificate without being advised? Don't do dumb shit like that. Um, so I call I, I call into a, a call to question her her whole education because if if teachers aren't being educated because again you're right Josie she is young if they're not being educated that hey social media is a a place that will bite you in the ass. So be smart about it. If they're not getting that education, they're not being well-educated. <sighs> Can I tell you my favorite story about that? Yes, please, because it'll stop me. It'll stop my okay. rant. Go ahead. Oh, so, God, let's see. I think they were 12 at the time. So I was 22. I w it was my like first or second year teaching. Um, my little brother and his friends had a student teacher for one of their sixth grade classes. And um, she posted a lot of um, bedroom shots on her Facebook page of her in- Whoa, um, wait, wait, pause. Talk slow. <laughs> no, no, she was, uh, she was just in her lingerie, you know, posed uh -huh. seductively over beds and things like that. Like teachers do. Like teachers do, um, on just on her Facebook page for all the world, and didn't did not have any privacy features, so it was for all the world to see. And of course, these uh, middle school boys found it. Sure. And she was a she was a pretty girl, so they were they were big fans of this. And I had to message her and say, "Hey, I'm sure you're hunting for a job for next year." Just want to give you a tip as a fellow teacher that um, this is happening and you should do something about it. And she said, okay, thanks. I appreciate the heads up. And never did anything about it. Of, of course. Well, maybe maybe that was part of her job hunt strategy, knowing that the, uh, the principal at the school she applied at was going to go check out her social media too. That's, that's, a, that's a possibility. That that be that's a horrible possibility, but has it happened before? I bet it has. Um, which is, which I, I mean, I took the pictures of me in lingerie off the internet uh, after I got that job I wanted. But you know, people people do it. People still downloaded it and have it backed up on their hard drive and gave me the job. So there's <laughs> that that didn't happen. That was a joke. This has been the Child Care Bar Girl podcast. We covered we covered horrible teachers. We covered clapping and crawling and baby books and pull ups, pulling up and a little bit of uh, flat pretzel talk, although it was just me engaged in that. You guys are delightful. Um, you want to plug yourselves on the social media or any place everybody wants to reach out to you and ask why the hell you bother talking with me? Nah. <laughs> I don't want to hear any of that. <laughs> we'll be back soon with another episode, probably. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs> Look at those cute pictures I sent you guys. I know. And Rowan. She's in her, she's in her Australia schoolgirl dress. 
This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.